There are six words here, parts of your identity in Christ, okay? So page 73, how many of you had a chance to read this at all? A little bit? So you have it, you can go back and read it, but I'm going to go over these six words briefly, okay, so that you can know them and be confident in them. These are called words of the cross. These are six terms that are related to Jesus' finished work on the cross that had a, made a difference in our relationship with God. So they're relationship changers, but they're part of our identity. The first one is called propitiation. Now, we don't use that word at all anymore, um, but it means that God's holy wrath is fully satisfied. So the propitiation actually means appeased or satisfied. And it refers to God's wrath against sin. And when people teach about God's wrath, don't think about a human being's fit of temper or mood, you know, or rage. God's wrath is a deliberate action he takes to get rid of sin because it has polluted his creation. So his wrath is directed towards the sin and he wants to preserve his creation. So it's a holy act that he does. He hates sin. And from the very beginning, he set into motion a sacrificial system, a sacrifice, whereby the sin of some of human beings would be placed on the sacrifice. The sacrifice would be killed. So you picture an altar with a sacrifice on it. Jesus on the cross took all of the sin of the world on him So he took all of God's wrath against sin. God was satisfied. There is never a need for a sacrifice on an altar again. Picture an empty altar, never, ever needed again. And so you have to believe that God is fully satisfied by what Jesus did, and he is no longer angry at your sin. Okay, so women have a a real problem with thinking that God is still angry with me because I did such and such, such and such. So we place that upon ourselves. But the truth is, once you trust in Jesus Christ, his wrath against your sin is satisfied. He's no longer angry at your sin. Okay, you have to accept that. It's a fact. The second one is, word number two, is reconciliation. Reconciliation. We had that in our lesson today. And it means our relationship with God is restored. And you know all about broken relationships. And for us as human beings, we had this thing called sin, right, between us and God. So there was not an ability to have a fellowship with God, a relationship with God, and he wanted to have a relationship with us. So God did something about it. And um, in Romans uh, 3, it says, but God. And I love those two words because whenever we can't do anything for ourselves, usually it says in the Bible, but God did it. So he had Jesus die on the cross and Jesus took upon himself our sin so that he could bridge the gap between us and God. A bridge is a good picture of reconciliation. 
So if you think about a bridge, Jesus is the bridge between us and God. And we can live with this confidence that our relationship with God is restored. It is no longer broken because of what Christ did for us on the cross. That's part of our new identity. Restored, no longer broken. Okay, word number three, redemption. That's page 75. It means to be purchased out of bondage. And in our case, bondage to sin. Every human being born on this planet is born into bondage. They just don't realize it. But it's bondage to sin, to the, uh, the, the kingdom of gar- darkness, Colossians calls it. And, we are, and the slave master sin calls the shots. <laughs> and obedience comes too easily and it's kind of a trap. But you're released from that trap the moment you trust in Jesus Christ. The Bible calls that redemption. We sing songs about it, but it means that you have been released from the bondage of sin. Now, the Roman Empire was filled with slavery. One out of every two people was a slave. And the only way you could get out of that slavery was to die or for somebody to buy you and set you free. And that's what Jesus did. He bought us with his blood and he set us free. But we're not set free for our, to be our own bosses. Um, we are purchased by the blood of Christ out of slavery and released into freedom to serve God in obedience. And when he does that, if you look at the bottom where it says release no longer in bondage, God redeems us to rescue us from that dominion of darkness. So he buys us out of that slave market. That's our salvation. He redeems us from all wickedness to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. That's that transformation. That's that transformation, you know, where he's renewing us inwardly. And then God redeems men and women from every tribe, people, and nation to be a kingdom of priests to serve him. And that is us as ambassadors, to be his servants. So we are redeemed and released to do these things for God. The best part of it is that we get the Holy Spirit coming to live inside us, and he's a lot more powerful than that slave master to sin. He can give us freedom from any entrapping sin. So you can know with confidence that you as a believer have been purchased by the blood of Christ out of slavery to sin and released into freedom as God's act of redemption, released no longer in bondage. That is a fact that is part of your identity. Then there's the word of the cross number four, which is forgiveness. Forgiveness means your guilt has been taken away. In the Old Testament, there would be a, a, a sacrifice, there would be a, a, a goat that they would place all the sins of the people for the nation on that goat and send it out of the camp. It was sent away. So that word forgiveness comes from that, that whole aspect of being taken away. Um, So once you place your faith in Jesus Christ, whatever you have done that was wrong in God's eyes from the time you were born through the time of your death has been canceled. It's been taken away. That's what it says in Colossians 2. And it says that in our thing right here in 2 Corinthians um, 519, not, God is no longer counting people's sins against them because he's taken those sins and he has placed them on 
Christ. Okay? So you are a forgiven Christian. You are no longer burdened by your sin. God forgives you of all your sins. And that's a very important thing for we as women to deal with. Um, we carry around a lot of guilt. There's a lot more here written about, you know, guilt. Um, but he promises to cleanse your minds even of your, uh, and your conscience from guilt because he's taken that away. The number five is justification, another one of those churchy words. But what it means is to be declared righteous in God's eyes. So um, if you are, like I was a perfectionist, so I always felt like I was falling short in some way, shape, or form. I never could please myself um, at all. And that was one of the things that God took off of me was that burden of performance and perfectionism. So I like this particular word. <laughs> Um, but it means that you are no longer guilty. It's a judicial term. It means that God declares you not guilty because you put your faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus paid the penalty for your sin. You are therefore not guilty of your sin. So he calls you not guilty. And the Bible calls that righteous. So being righteous means that you are not like dirtied from sin, that you are, you know, clean, um, you are not guilty of that. And as a result of that, you have peace with God because you're not guilty anymore. And when he looks upon you, he clothes you with Christ. So when he looks on you, God sees his son. He sees Jesus' righteousness on you. Now, he knows you're not perfect. <laughs> he knows that. But he sees Jesus' righteousness, and that's why you are totally loved and accepted by him. It is a beautiful thing. You are righteous, no longer guilty. Um, you can, and that's a fact. That's part of your identity. The, number six is sanctification, another big word. But what it means is to be set apart. To be sanctified is to set up, be set apart from sin or to be set apart as God's possession for his exclusive use. And here is that whole aspect of looking upon ourselves and thinking that we're always flawed. God sees my mistakes. He sees my flaws. But what he has chosen to do is to declare you perfect in his eyes. He declares you sanctified, that you are made holy. That word sanctified and holy, those are two words that are interchangeable. But he declares you holy. That's how you, you are in appearance to him. He looks on you. He sees you holy. He's, you are perfected, no longer flawed in his sight. But he knows you're not. He knows that you, you need to have some transformation. And so he commits himself to make you like Christ in your behavior, in your thoughts, your words, and actions. And that's part of the whole sanctification process. He makes you holy. One of the other aspects of this is um, that whole separation from sin, but also to be set apart for God's exclusive use. You are important to him, and because you are perfected and no longer flawed, he can give you these things we've talked about. He can make you an ambassador for him. You know, he can, you can be a servant of his. He puts his treasure in us. He knows we're jars of clay. 
but he does that because he chooses to do so. So that's, those are the six things that are part of your identity in Christ. Now, there's like 35 things that are true about you, but these are like six big things. The rest of them kind of come up from there, kind of come off of that one, except for one other. But um, any questions about that? Any questions at all? I want you to be firmly secure in these six things, okay? If you read this and you say, I don't understand that, please, please email me. Please call me, text me, whatever. I'll be happy to discuss it with you, all right? So now that you have more of a complete understanding, I'm on page 82, the last paragraph. You can, the second to last paragraph, your response is to trust and rest in his work and enjoy it. Have grateful hearts and you, have a, you um, can feel loved. You can believe it, embrace it, relish it, bask in it, and anchor your hope in it. Because these things are true about you. This is part of that new creature in Christ. All right? All right. Any, any questions at all?